Hello. Hello. I'm Aiden. I'm Seb. Welcome to the 13th episode Ooh. of our Uncovering the Inside Music podcast. I'm lucky for some. Ooh. So you're going to take a chance. This could be terrible. This could No, it's not going to be terrible. It's going to be amazing because mm-hmm. of the yep. tunes yep. are banging. Absolute bangers that we're going to provide for you today. Mm, yes. Now, it's been snowing, Seb. It has been snowing. If you haven't snow. noticed. Yeah, in England. Uh, Britain best. has basically died on its arse because we can't, a little bit of snow, and we all suddenly fall over yeah. saying, I can't get anywhere, I'm an hour late for work, two hours late for this, three hours late for that. But uh, our headmaster, fair play to him, each school has to have a certain quota of days that he needs to keep the school open. So he, he has a strict adherence yeah. to that. He never closes the school. No, or not never. on a school, but, oh, Monday, oh, Monday. bloody hell. It's like, Twitter, if Twitter was around when Rome was around, um, it was. It would have been like the fall of Rome. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. everyone was going mental. Everyone was it like, was unbelievable. "Oh my god, school is shut." Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then everyone just sat around and played. Well, didn't do games. Didn't do anything. I did. <laughs> well, Seb did yeah. anyway. Uh, spent your time well, Seb. Well done. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any work. You know, finished no. my exams. No homework. No. Free another free day. Mm. Oh, when I was what, what, what was I doing? Revising. Uh, well, I stayed. I slept in. Oh, I slept in until nine o'clock. Bloody hell. Oh yeah. Thug life for me. Yeah. Uh, but then I got up and did. Full day of revision, pretty much. Fun. Um, Fun. Which wasn't great. But yeah. anyway, the snow has not kept us from recording no, the, our 13th podcast. The thing is, like, okay, so it snowed really heavily on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. And then on Monday, it was fine. Yeah. It was, it was really... Yeah, yeah it was, There was no problems it was at all. day, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he'd said that on Sunday mm. that the school was going to be closed, mm. so he couldn't go back on that. There's a video of it on Facebook of him, like... <laughs> They were like diggers and shit, like just yeah. in the car park trying to clear all the snow. Oh dear. Oh, and another thing, I must apologise for my swearing last week. It's very yeah. uncharacteristic of me, and I was just annoyed that CEX haven't given me my game yet. I'm not. That's again, I'm joking about that. Um, and they How still haven't given it to me. Oh, okay. no. brilliant. Anyway, first well, banger. Yeah, first do it. bloody tune for you guys. Um, Rare Monk. They're from Portland in Oregon, in the USA. If you go to their website, raremonk.com. You can find loads of information about the band. Um, this is updated regularly. And where you can learn about upcoming gigs. Um, give their Facebook page a like, uh, their Twitter page a follow, and go to their Bandcamp page um, where you can download the Death by Proxy EP uh, along with their earlier Astral Travel Battles and single Falconer's Folly. Um, the track we're going to play today is the title track from the Death by Proxy EP. So enjoy.
What a fantastic song. Bloody brilliant. Love yeah. that. It was it was good. I've downloaded the rest of their stuff as well. And really nice synths. I really like that synth the synths they got going on. The voices yeah. are really nice. The, other, the second track on that EP is also really good. We might it's called it. Underground, I think. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I did listen to it actually. No, mm. the yeah, really yeah. great EP. Might include it later on, maybe. Oh maybe. Um we got an email, haven't we? We have got an email. Um from, from someone I've never well, heard of before. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Should we read it out? Okay. Should we take a, a word each or something? No. <laughs> Boo! Ah! Smiley face. Um, found some legit facts you could read on your podcast. Um, Haha, okay, ellipsis, maybe. Ellipsis oh. plus two extra uh, full stops. No, shut up. Haha, uh, okay, maybe, but not. May, okay, haha, okay, maybe not. But please read them anyway. And don't ask me why I was looking up crazy facts about Kim Jong il. Procrastination <laughs> makes you uh. do some seriously weird shit. Oh, oh, oh swearing. T- t- Gary, t- t- what's going on, Gary? Oh. And also, um, she's a. Uh, she's. This is Gary, by the way. This is Gary. Gary. Yeah. Uh, she's she's linked us uh, a page to Ben Pollock, who we're going to um, be playing in a bit. We, we exactly. So yeah. emailing in works. It does. <laughs> Um, so well, let's have a look. Then I haven't looked at these facts. I generally haven't. I, we saved it to keep it fresh. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. What? And she's also said. Uh, oh, and if you mention my name, you'll probably have no idea who I am because I've never actually <laughs> spoken to him before. Haha. <laughs> Signed, so Jury, not, not Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary. Oh, well, thank you, Jury. So she's provided us with uh, top ten crazy facts about Kim Jong Il. Wow. Um, so from listverse.com. Never heard of this website. No. North Korea's pint-sized dictator is a master propaganda and social manipulation, but he also apparently suffers from insecurity, delusion, and severe OCD. Here are ten facts, in inverted commas, about Jim Kong, uh, <laughs> Kim Jong-il, uh, 11, as reported by the media. 11? Ill, no, 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 it's ill. ill yeah. It? yeah, I suppose you said 11. Did I? Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> right, supernatural, this is number 10. He had a supernatural birth. Uh, according to North Korean historical literature, so... It's not true, basically. <laughs> King John Il was born in a log cabin inside a secret base on Korea's most sacred mountain, Mount Peikdu. <laughs> At the moment of his birth, a bright star lit up the sky. Like Jesus. Yes, yes. The season spontaneously changed from winter to spring and rainbows appeared. <laughs> right, that must have messed with people's minds so badly. This contradicts way less interesting Western accounts of his birth, which state the dictator was born in a guerrilla camp in Russia <laughs> while his father was on the run from the Japanese. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gorilla is as in a G U E R. Not some gorillas. Some North Korean soldiers dressed up as, as gorillas. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Well, that's obviously rubbish. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, this is the thing about Elvis. Well, they, they, you know, rumours that he came from UFO and that he's an alien. Yeah. Was there were some strange UFO lights? Oh. Um, appeared around the, around the time he was born, and then they appeared again over his grave during his funeral. Oh. Um, uh, which have basically been cast away as absolute yeah. bollocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Fact number ten, nine. I mean, oh, I don't know. Fashion forward. Uh. He is a f- he is a fashion trendsetter apparently. Only because he's the leader of the country. <laughs> yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. According to North Korea's newspaper Rodong Sinum, Sinman, 
uh, King John, oh, Kim Jong-il's iconic style. What iconic style? Big Ray-Bans and a grey shirt has become a global phenomenon. <laughs> no. A global phenomenon. Glo- uh, yeah, the inspired yeah. look of a zipped-up yeah. kakai tunics with matching pants. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's great, that. Has been spreading across the world. Um, an obvious testament to his outstanding image and influence. I yeah, am wearing yeah. a zipped-up kakai shirt and pants, so it yeah, must have been yeah. his ethereal influence. Uh, the paper didn't mention the popularity of the four-inch camera. <laughs> <laughs> four inch platform shoes he wears but his oversized shades definitely like, like dis- seem like to disco be shoe, like disco shoe him on the dance floor <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Got, he's got like, yeah. fish swimming around in his, in his soles <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, brilliant yeah. um, but his oversized shades definitely seem to be a big hit with the women of Hollywood or or that's just been a fashion for a very long time and it wasn't him he's loved the world over mm. apparently <laughs> the, the world loves him <laughs> yeah we love him back yeah. love uh, you Kim Jong Il according to state run media surprise surprise I wonder who controls that uh, Kim Jong Il uh, is the most prominent statesman in the present world and people in countries the whole planet over celebrate his birthday with films and festivals um, in reality, most nations are confused by his erratic <laughs> foreign yeah. policy decisions on important issues such as North Korea's nuclear program yeah, yeah. Like mm. I don't these yeah. these facts uh they don't sound they're true in North Korea, yeah, and they sound as about as valid as the animal facts I gave yeah. you last week. Uh, he invented the hamburger. Oh, this is brilliant. Well, the uh, the grammar's better in these. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the, some people believe him, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, since any uh, American influences have long been since banned in his tiny communist country, Kim Jong-il had no choice but to create some non-Western food by himself. Uh, North Korean newspaper Minju Jason, um, Minju Joseon, sorry, uh, reported that Kim Jong-il... Uh, invented a new sandwich called Double Bread with Meat (laughs) in an attempt to improve quality food to university students. He then built a plant capable of mass hamburger production to feed his students and teachers, despite the fact that the majority of his citizens battle famine on a daily basis. (laughs) Double Bread with Meat? That's a catchy slogan, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Double uh, Bread with Meat. meat. (laughs) Exactly. Brilliant. A fish fish fillet Double Bread with Meat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's brilliant wow that is brilliant oh. how the hell did you find this sort of site <laughs> I don't wow. know Gary what are you doing honestly maybe she's subscribed to listverse maybe maybe yeah or maybe she's a, f- a Kim Jong-il fanatic and she's pretending <laughs> that she's not and that she was just procrastinating yeah hmm. yeah yeah she, sure she worshipped him yeah yeah he's the best natural <laughs> golfer in history maybe she wrote this article yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 <laughs> and she used Gary as a pen name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in 1994, it was reported, reported by Pyongyang media outlets that Kim Jong Il shot 38 under par <laughs> on a regulation 18-hole golf course, including five holes in one. That score is 25 shots better than the best round in history, and is made even more amazing by the fact that it was his first time playing the sport. <laughs> it said Kim Jong Il would routinely sink th- three or four holes in one round per round of golf. <laughs> and luckily lucky for the PGA he has since wow. given up he didn't want to embarrass Tiger Woods presumably no no um, wow brilliant I mean this is uh, this is uh, this is incredible <laughs> oh, is that it oh, f- advertisement if he gets addicted to a drug everyone else does too it's a picture of the uh, <laughs> Kim jong <Jong-il> from uh, <laughs> <laughs> Team America he looks like a ch- <laughs> looks like a chubby got one doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh, according dear. to a book written by one of Kim Jong-il's ex-staff members, he was once injured by falling off his horse when it slipped on loose rocks. He was afraid of becoming addicted to painkillers that his doctors prescribed him, so he had members of his administrative staff injected daily with the same dosages he had to take. He did this so he wouldn't be the only one hooked on the drug, but I don't... Why? 
No. That, do, that makes no sense. Okay. Wow. Try it with heroin. That'll, that'll turn out <laughs> well for him. <laughs> um, he once kidnapped a prominent director to film a Godzilla ripoff for him. Uh, I can sh- believe that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Shin sang okay. Uh, Shing is sang okay. A <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> South Korean filmmaker was kidnapped wow. by Kim Jong Il, sent to prison, and eventually forced to make a film called Paul Gazari that was basically a communist propaganda version of Godzilla. After Shin uh, and his wife Ni, I'm joking. His wife isn't good. That's spelled N I, by the way. No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> he doesn't have a wife called Ni, but his name is Shin. Uh, while uh, location scouting in Austria, Austria Kim Jong Il shelved Paul Gazari and all of um, Shin's other work. Uh, Kim Jong Il has since given specific instructions to his Ministry of Culture and his communist filmmakers: make more cartoons. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, yeah. I'd love to see some North Korean cinema. Uh, great booze. Uh, I think these the last five are actual facts. Yeah, yeah. And the first yeah, five so are well. facts in Korea. Um, he maintains a city that was built just to be looked at. Yeah, I can I can understand that. A propaganda city that was originally built in the 1950s by his father. Um, used to display the North superiority to the South. Yeah, well, on in the China, Mao used to send teams of people. No, he didn't even send them. Teams of people had to go ahead of him when he was going touring the country and cleaning up towns because obviously people were starving and yeah, crawling yeah. on the floor and dying in front of everywhere um, and they would, cle- they would clean it uh, paint all the houses he'd go yeah alright Karen walking and then they'd just go like, take, care of it, take care of yourselves we're off so, so the city mm. has no actual evidence automated lights uh, no glass in the windows sweet street sweepers to create an illusion of activity wow, wow. that's amazing the city also houses the world's largest flagpole, complete with a 300-pound North Korean flag. Jesus. That's huge. That's amazing. <laughs> That's what wow. money's for, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if you ever come into some money, just build a city and just go, yeah, yeah no one lives there. Hennessy? Uh, I'm not a booze knowledge. What's Hennessy? Some sort of liquor, I would presume. Is it? I don't know. For a few years in the early 1990s, it was confirmed by Hennessy that King Jong-il was its best cons- <laughs> customer, spending about $600,000 to $850,000 annually on the liquor. Wow. <laughs> Imagine him drunk. Get, get, him, get him to make the Matrix. I want a, a communist Matrix. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> communist Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Shin. <laughs> right, next tune then. Oh, well. Well, thanks, Gary. Yeah, thank you, Jury. Um, Gary. Jury. Her name's Gary. Gary! Gary! Thanks, Gary. For all those facts. She'll um, enjoy that. I learned nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, I did. no, I'm joking. I learned about the city. I might have yeah, a look that is interesting, see that. if I can city find it on dreams. Google Maps. Yeah, yeah. We, we're during the break. We'll yeah, yeah. Um, so, Amateur Blonde. Uh, hometown was Phoenix, Arizona, but it's, they're now based in Long Island, New York, in the US. Um, songs are primarily written by Rhino Tool, although he has got a band behind him. Uh, and if you go to the Facebook and Twitter pages, you'll get plenty of information and gig updates. If you go to Amateur Blonde's band comp, there is a self-titled LP available hang on, hang on, in hang on. both vinyl and digital form. You said band comp. Did I? Yeah. If you go to Amateur Blonde's band camp, there is a self-titled LP available in both vinyl and digital form. So this is Amateur Blonde with Scaffolding.
brilliant. What a great tune. Oh, it's really nice. I like the the, the chorus hook. Yeah, yeah, and the guitar. Yeah, what great guitar that yeah. is. Really great song. Great tune. Right, here we go. Now I think I've found the city on on the border. Yeah. Um, it's on the well. From what I can see, there is a city without a name on the. So, it has, so all city, the other cities have a name. And yeah. Wow. On the west end of the border, it looks like there's a city there. It's amazing. Yeah. It's made just to build a city, and then it's Port just waste. ghost town. But imagine going there. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Incredible. Well, I've got some stories. I've uh, looking on the internet. Um, I've got some interesting stories if you see what I make of this. Um, photos of a man casually shopping at a US department store with an AK-14 rifle on his back and a Glock 19C on his hip have gone viral. Uh, the picture was taken by a shocked customer, Cindy Jorgensen. Um, I've got the pictures with me, so you'll probably see them on the video. Uh, who was in line at the Basie Penny store in a River- Riverdale, Utah. When she looked up to see a shop with a large gun... <laughs> That's not a euphemism. Uh, he also had extra ammunition clips and a side and a holster on his right hip. The J.C. Penny shopper, a 22-year-old Joseph Kelly, uh, told the Shulk Lake Tribune that he carries weapons to protect children and other men from criminals, cartels, drug lords, and other evil men. He said that. <laughs> this is his general quote. Wow. Uh, Mr. Kelly described himself as a firm believer in Second Amendment rights and said he chose to bring the guns into the store to show they are not dangerous in the hands of law-abiding citizens. He told the Tribune that he has a concealed carry permit and told police what he was doing before he left his home. Miss Jorgensen said the first store assistant refused to serve him and everyone in the vicinity wanted to get away. She added the man's behaviour was in poor taste. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is what she said. <laughs> I thought he was pretty much an idiot. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. do not need to do something like this even if you're against any potential bans. But then Mr. Kelly replied, I felt no negative vibes from anyone. I think it went rather surprisingly well. <laughs> what an uh, idiot. Yeah, okay. I'll just take yeah. a sort of rough and say, what? Yeah. How ridiculous is that? I just I think Americans are crazy. It is, yeah. <laughs> that might be libelous to say that. Mm. But honestly, you most well, most people, most Americans aren't, but the ones that we hear about are uh, the ones who do things like that essentially. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I remember the They give America a bad name. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, they do. Yeah. There's one, you know the Darwin Awards. You yeah, yeah. About Darwin Awards. There was a uh, one I heard about. He, might, he for some reason he wanted to attach balloons to his uh, deck chair. Mm-hmm. And so he um he thought that he I don't know why maybe to get cooler maybe higher up in the sky I don't really know why maybe he wanted to <laughs> view but he maybe. went so high that he um, suffocated really <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think he was American definitely American <laughs> yeah yeah but it's just like <laughs> wow. what point do you go I know what I need I need to be forty foot in the air drinking this beer and he got <laughs> got to forty foot yeah it's good but oh, I don't wanna, I don't want to keep on going I thought balloons only go to forty feet <laughs> yeah yeah oh no <laughs> <laughs> well because there was that guy who had a chair and he attached balloons to it and he like flew a long way and he crossed <laughs> crossed the border in, in the US yeah and really? then he touched down in some field <laughs> yeah that's brilliant just confused cows because he, he gradually this? popped the balloons and right yeah oh well, that's came clever, to a, that's a came clever to a stop. way of doing it yeah but how many balloons must it take to lift oh, a man tons well not tons obviously because then you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> anyway loads well, of helium balloons yeah but he must have got like because a normal party balloon would not lift a human Say what, well, no. twenty definitely wouldn't. No, he, probably there wouldn't. was a picture and he had it was his chair and then the massive cloud, a bit like from Up. Oh, if right. you imagine that amount of balloons, but only on, on, just on, on a, a chair, just yeah, one, on one chair, not that's, that's a film, everyone. Yeah, yeah. not a documentary. No. <laughs> um, humans don't look that square. Yeah, go on. Yeah, the because uh, he he had about the amount of ch- balloons that were on that house yeah, in the yeah, film yeah. on his chair. Wow. 
So, but the amount. Of, why did he want to do it though? I don't know. It's the thrill of it. I don't know. Oh, that probably would have been quite cool actually. Thinking yeah. about it now. Yeah. Um, if you knew what you were doing, if you had a yeah. plan and thought, right, well, I'm gonna get to this certain height and I'm gonna start popping the balloon. So, I, yeah, I can imagine that yeah. being pretty cool actually. <laughs> Maybe we should try it. Yeah. On air, just one day. <laughs> we just do a video <laughs> podcast. Say we're gonna fly off with some balloons. Yeah. See you later. See you later. <laughs> cool. That's when you get to Holland. Another, another, another story then. Story. Um, erotic novel. Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been deemed too raunchy for Brazil after it was removed from the shelves of bookstores in Sao Paulo. Um, copies of the international bestseller, it is an international bestseller, unbelievably, um, were pulled by British author E.L. James, were pulled after a local judge po- spotted children reading this explicit material. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, brilliant. yeah. That's brilliant. I can understand that. <laughs> They're going to get a generation, which is uh, yeah. has, has an advanced knowledge in, a, in that mm. kind of thing. Um Judge Rafael Queiroz Campos uh, issued the order after deeming the content improper for those under the age of 18. Um, he based his decision on a law that says magazines and publications whose content is improper or inadequate for children and adolescents can only be sold with warnings regarding their content. Yeah, yeah I uh, agree. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, back, the books were back on the shelves two days later after they were sealed and put out of reach of minors. <laughs> so <like, laughs> so that's like yeah. you got you got all the porn magazines yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you got yeah, 50, 50 Shades of Grey. Grey. Right. <laughs> Nuts. No. Big boobs. 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> um, yeah. So you just get your six foot friend. I'll, I'll, if, yeah. I'll get, just get you to go in there yeah. for me. Although I've, I've, well, in England, I've seen the 50 Shades of Grey on the bottom shelf. So like a little two year old toddler crawling on the floor. Oh, just, just learning to read. Yeah. And, I, like, I like Grey. I like, I like 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> well, what does this word say, yeah. mummy? Uh, released in 2000, 2011. Fifty Shades of Grey has topped bestseller lists around the world, with sales topping over sixty-five million. Uh, unbelievable. Um, hmm. Last year, public libraries in several U.S. states did not did not order the book at all over concerns its content would be too steamy for local residents. Um, wow! Wow! Brilliant. So, sixty-five. So that could we we every person in Britain. Could, could have a copy. Yeah. We if we collected all the all the bought copies, every person in Britain could have a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey. That's, that's incredible. That's scary. That's amazing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Just to think that. That's that's what. Oh, it, she's made a, a ton of money. Oh man, imagine that. And then there's the sequels as well. Yeah, which well, yeah, that's sold true, almost as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we got to do, Seb. Got an erotic novel based on Harry Potter or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really weird, actually. Yeah. Imagine all the fans of Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm. Wow. <laughs> No, no, no. no. Harry Potter and the uh, Harry Potter uh, and the biggest phallus or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the phallus of fire or <laughs> phallus of <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Jesus. Oh, that's great. Uh, Maybe next tune then. Should we have Gary's Gary's right. suggestion recommendation? <clears throat> this is thanks to Gary. Gary. Um, ben Pollock. Uh, he's from London, uh, representing Woo-hoo. in the UK. Um, go to his Facebook page for lots of updates regarding upcoming gigs and projects, and go to his SoundCloud page to listen to loads of his tunes, which are all brilliant. So this is Ben Pollock with Fighting.
brilliant a really really lovely really thank lovely you. thank you for sending that in yeah I mean, so if you do know a band <coughs> please please do email us at uncoveringtheunsigned at gmail.com you can tweet us at utu podcast or uh Comment on i uh, the video, video on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Share it with share it with share with your friends. Yeah. Tell all your friends. Definitely, yeah. Share the link on your on your share Facebook. Love. Or share the tweet love. it or whatever. Yeah, brilliant. Cool. Um, well, we had a bit of a. You were starstruck this afternoon. Said, well, did you even see Gary Kemp? Yeah. Explain it. Well, basically, our school is four hundred this year. It's its four hundredth anniversary. Is that old for a school? I it's think it quite probably old. Is. Yeah. And so the celebration started today because I assume this is the day that they founded it to uh, 400 years ago in 1613. Yes, <laughs> it's it's the key. It's the combination lock to all the laptop trolleys. <laughs> well, it was at one point. I'm not sure well, if it still that's, is. That's, that's yeah. some great information. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. And Gary Kemp from Spandau Ballet. Gary Kemp. <laughs> Gary Kemp. <laughs> Gary. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> for those of oh, they, they must have reached America. Spandau Ballet. Spandau they were Ballet. a pop group They're in the eighties. Pop, yeah. Um, him, his brother, and another member of the band. I, I don't really know. No. But they all went to our school, um, and so he's he's like heading this chair. The, he's chairing the four hundredth anniversary celebration group organizer yeah, yeah, peoples yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so f- f- today we had this massive cake two right? by two by one meters, two by one meters yeah. um and all this uh, some staff members and parents got uh, baked some cakes uh, and they all put them together and then put icing on them with the 400 and we all last period today last lesson we went down to the sports hall the whole school um and we ate the cake right. <coughs> um which he cut with the sword didn't he yeah so the the just before that gary kemp cut the cake with a sword <laughs> right yeah because it was a big cake so yeah, he yeah. cut it with a sword so, logically yeah, yeah. You, get, you get a sword yeah, yeah. to cut it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um to mark the, the start of the, the celebration kitchen, in the kitchen tray you got spoons <laughs> knives forks sword sword yeah <laughs> there we go yeah get that one <laughs> yeah um, I, I missed that but I got there just after. And, um, I um, went home at lunch because yeah, I didn't have any lessons. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not going to stay to watch, to watch some washed-up 80s-old pop star cut a cake with a sword. And yeah. I, Well, I thought we were going to get a measly little slice, but it turns out you it got was, three bits. I, well, I got three bits. Well, we what, were all meant to get one. It was, yeah, just Victoria sponge with jam and some mm. fondant icing. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, they were about, I don't know, pretty small. They weren't big, but no. they weren't, like, ridiculously small. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um and it was quite nice because different people have made it I sampled three cakes three right. different cakes and uh, my second one was the nicest right okay uh, the first one the jam was a bit odd oh um, right. never mind no, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it raspberry strawberry I think Cherry? the first one was something strange and oh, the, the second two was definitely strawberry okay right. um, anyway so that was that was quite nice um, I was standing by the door where one of the people who were handing out the cake had a tray of cake and right. I was like you got any spare because <laughs> there was a big pile of yeah, cake because yeah, yeah. a lot of people hadn't turned up and he was yeah. like yeah go on then so yeah. I got another one and then when I was on the bus uh, one of the staff members came on and said anyone want some cake <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. and so we all piled everyone on went him. mad yeah. 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 yeah it was good um, yes and then we all sang the, the well we sang happy birthday to the school right so there was a whole school and Gary Kemp with Brilliant. a microphone singing happy birthday dear right. yeah 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 um <laughs> that's great <laughs> and then the head did a little speech and then Gary Kemp said oh yeah you got an amazing head and everyone goes oh really? and he said three cheers for the head and everyone goes hey <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good and then we all sang the school song which is 
sounds really like poncy and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we have a school song unbelievable isn't it? Yeah. And strive with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, you can't yeah. believe it and so no, gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's this one line where in the chorus where can we goes, say this we can say yeah, this, yeah. Can't we? well we might offend the head i don't know but oh, yeah, whatever, <laughs> but we we don't mean it in a menacing way no it's just a little, little bit of fun yeah it's tradition yeah, yeah. Uh, and we we <laughs> sing the one of the lines is in the chorus success attend your play you're, you're gay, gay. Uh, so but we got that was banned by yeah. the head a couple of years it ago was, yeah. um but it's when quite, gary kind of understandably I yeah, suppose, yeah. to defend yeah. him yeah when gary got up to the stage he um he said now we used to put a lot of rude words into this really? in my day but we're gonna sing the proper version today and oh, so did you? yeah we all did yeah. it's funny well, apart from the, the bit where to, to win the matches us whole aim yeah. Every, everyone does it it's yeah, brilliant yeah. well because that's stealth that's a stealth yeah, one because yeah. it's yeah. our soul it's arsehole yeah <laughs> it's deceptive isn't it yeah that was good um but the thing is it's like when the head banned it um he basically well, there was a message went around to all the forms after i think i've been there i was in year nine we were in year yeah, nine we when he banned nine, it i yeah. think after two years of we got to sing your gay twice yeah, that's yeah all right. exactly yeah um, it's weird to think the year sevens now they didn't they've yeah. never, they didn't probably didn't my know sister the thought the you're gay went at the end of the chorus right so uh, to the fray you're gay yeah that, no, 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 no no that's not and the I was way like, you do it no no, no you're wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's in the middle <laughs> yeah. you're gay you still sing you're gay yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I, was, I was thinking of doing the thing where you, you just say you're and just leave it <laughs> so it's uh, uh, turn your play you're uh, and see what happens <laughs> but, but it when we when we first did it in the year that he banned it, there was such an awkward silence after success attend your play because there's a gap. Yeah, and so everyone was just like. Mm-hmm. I think a few people in in year thirteen, the leavers, yeah, 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 did it. it. We can do it. Yeah. And when Gary, because Gary Kemp came to a. Uh, the upper school uh, the low school prize giving one year when we were in year eight I think yeah, yeah, it was, when yeah. it wasn't banned yeah and he so sang he along with it, it well. so I was all, thinking all the all teachers were up on this big stage yeah, yeah. all the like the uh, high up teachers yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Gary was there because yeah, yeah. he was doing a yeah, he was yeah. a guest speaker yeah. and they were all singing it and then he he just he says the you're yeah, gay yeah, 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 it was yeah. so funny and, <laughs> and, but, and but I was thinking to myself well maybe he hasn't been told that we don't sing your gay yeah anymore. I was I and was so, hoping that he would have yeah. done with the <laughs> microphone as well would have been so being funny. amplified across yeah. the whole hall and then yeah. just you know feedback you're gay <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, and just in case you're confused, we're not talking about our friend Gary. No, this is She's Gary not Kemp. famous. This yeah. is Gary Kemp. Well, she is who... now. Oh, yeah, she is, yeah. <laughs> Gary. 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 Gary famous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, we didn't even get the famous Kemp brother. We no. got the second famous Kemp brother. Yeah. Martin Kemp, who most of you might be aware, is to play Steve in EastEnders. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that's his name. I think Maybe he name. played a character. He played a character in EastEnders, yeah. and he was the bassist of Spamdale Belly. But I think Gary Kemp was the principal songwriter and guitarist or singer. I, I think he was a singer. Mm. Yeah, but still, that's pretty cool. Yeah. To us. that's pretty cool. Do you want one of these stories then? Okay, go on, hit me. One more before the song. Okay, Dokey. Right, I'm slightly good. terrified. What about the content of this story? Why? Well, I don't know. It might be. Don't worry. Shocking. Don't worry. <laughs> a good disguise is essential in planning any crime, as one burglar found out at a price when he was forced to improvise by hiding under a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for some quick cash, Richard uh, Bourdreau went on a burglary spree near his home in uh, Slidell, Louisiana. 
There was a telling flaw in the 23-year-old's plan, however, after he left the house without a mask. Oh, always, ah. always put a mask on uh, b- to cover his face before breaking into the premises of a seafood restaurant where he used to work. After remembering there were CCTV cameras in his place, um, Mr. Bordreau did his best <laughs> to conceal his identity, donning a five-gallon bucket over his head. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Honestly, God. The, pi- the picture is amazing. <laughs> uh, when you see Mr. Bordreau as well, you'll understand why he did it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Bordreau was best dressed in all camouflage, wore gloves to prevent leaving fingerprints, and packed burglary tools, um, said a d- police de- spa- department spokesman. But Everything was going as planned until Bordreau realised he forgot his mask to cover his identity. <laughs> Remembering that his former place of employment had surveyed his cameras, Bordreau improvised and found a bucket to put over his head Brilliant. as he scoured the business looking for money. What do you mean? Oh, be able to see anything? Fantastic. He has to drill holes in there. Yeah. Uh, however, the surveillance cameras caught a glimpse of his face, which ultimately led to police identifying Bordreau as a <laughs> burglar. He was later arrested at his home on charges of burglary and possession of marijuana. Brilliant. Wow. Um, he was yeah, <laughs> taking off the fucking bucket off his head to look for yeah. money. That's what <laughs> yeah. he suddenly realised. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't see anything. Hang on, let me just take this. Oh, no, wait, I can't take it off. Oh, no, I have to. <laughs> He would have been so confused. Do I take it off to look or yeah. do I leave it on to yeah. keep me... Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Oh, what an oh, idiot. Well, we'll what put the an picture idiot. up for you. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, next banger. Yes. Let's right, do it. What, what we got? What we got, Seb? What have we got? I don't know. We you tell me. We've got glass kites, mate. That's oh. what we got. From Vancouver. They don't work very well. Um, <laughs> from Vancouver, <laughs> oh. British Columbia in Canada. Uh, go to their Facebook page and Twitter pages where you, c- where you will get plenty of information about the band. Go to their Bandcamp page where you can either buy a physical copy of their self-titled first album or download it. So this is Glass Kites with Sousa. <laughs>
Fantastic. Really interesting. I the, think. the the chords in there, the bass. We've, well, we can have Google has denied running over a donkey after being accused of a streetcar hit and run in Botswana. What? Um, look, look, at the, look at the picture there. Oh, blimey. Um, uh, the search engine giant was forced to issue a denial after an image of the animal laid out along a dirt track began circulating online. <laughs> the donkey was perhaps enjoying a dust bath, say uh, Google. A uh, donkey gate. <laughs> like Watergate scandal. Yeah. Uh, but donkey gate. <laughs> uh, reached fever pitch over the last 24 hours with the web users accusing Google of running over the donkey and leaving it for dead. The claims have been strongly denied by a Californian-based company who suggests the donkey was perhaps enjoying a dust bath as its street view car approached it. A series of images released by Google who said users should never assume the worst are... Google didn't say <laughs> assume the worst, they said assume the oh, worst. Look, funny. Look, look, they've actually wow. put that in the article, look. Uh, assume the worst. Wow. Well, Google didn't say that. Right, no, no. Uh... Later shows the donkey getting to its feet after its moment playing up for the cameras. Over the last 24 hours, concerned members of the public and the media have been speculating on the fate of a donkey pictured in Street View in the Quening region of Botswana. Wow. Explained Google product manager <coughs> uh, Kei Kawai. Uh, because of picked up the next page. Yeah. Uh, because changed. of the way our 360 degree imagery is put together, it looked to some that our car had been involved in an unse- uh, unseemly hit and run. Brilliant. It's a donkey, for Christ's sake. It's not <laughs> a bit member of the mafia. <laughs> yeah. Um, leaving the humble beast stranded in the road. As our imagery below shows, the donkey was lying in the path, perhaps enjoying a dust bath. They keep on saying perhaps enjoying... Dust yeah, bath. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, be- yeah before moving uh, safely aside as our car drove past. I'm pleased to confirm the donkey is alive and well. Brilliant. What, good, good. what, he released a, a solo single and went on Celebrity Square as well. <laughs> uh, Tesco has made, Tesco's cool. made yet another Twitter faux pas. Oh, sorry, that's, no, that's another one. Uh, so, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, well, um, you do get those pictures of people like... Oh, with, it's brilliant. Yeah. My, uh, my granddad's on Street View are taking something out of his car. Yeah. Uh, and we showed it to him and he didn't understand. He, he was like, what? What am I looking at here? <laughs> That's you, granddad. You're famous. <laughs> oh, there's a friend, a family friend of ours. There's one. There was on Street View. Uh, 
outside their house, them two having an argument. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so one of them standing in the doorway and one of them at the end of the path, like, <laughs> pointing fingers at us. That's, <laughs> That's brilliant. That's funny. Right, last one then. Um, right, now you've heard about Tesco, horse meat. Yes. Um, oh, I've got plenty of puns for you, mate. Really? Yeah. Go on. Would you like a farrier bag? What? No, oh, he didn't get a farrier. Yeah. What's a farrier? Someone who does horseshoes. Okay. It's lost um, on you, but someone will get it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that at all. <laughs> uh, Tesco has made yet another Twitter faux pas in the wake of the horse meat burger scandal, horse meat gate, <laughs> uh, telling followers it was about to hit the hay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, despite despite the recent emergence of horse meat in their burgers, yeah. Tesco says that their burger sales have remained stable. Um, the supermarket <laughs> chain hit the yeah, headlines yeah, earlier yeah. this week after it emerged that traces of equine DNA have been discovered in its value beef burgers, with a stream of horse meat jokes quickly taking the internet by yep. storm. Yep. Uh, you know that apple juice we were talking about? Yeah. That's what's in the Tesco's finest apple juice horse meat <laughs> yeah maybe apple juice and horse meat <laughs> oh god that's disgusting uh, the company's customer care team unwittingly played along after responding to a user's request for red rum do you have any red rum yeah I think we do <laughs> <laughs> in our sausages <laughs> yeah um, that was uh, the earlier faux pas that they made um, but it seems that the Tesco team did not learn their lesson um uh, yesterday, the Twitter signed off for the night by saying, it's sleepy time, so we're off to hit the hay. I mean, that's unbelievable, isn't it? That is unbelievable. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, with the discovery of horse meat prompting widespread outrage and an apology from the supermarket chain, many thought the joke seemed ill-advised. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, wow. Um, uh, as many picked up on the comment, the social media team quickly apologised for the remark and insisted it had not been intended as a joke about current events. <laughs> but I mean, that's, really? but that is so obvious, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. They're clearly idiots. <laughs> That's, that is libelous. Yeah. They're not idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Now we have some, some shout outs. outs. Yeah. Well, we like to save them to the end so that we make them listen to the <laughs> whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Trollable. Who have we got? Who have we got? What was that? What? Okay. Um, Harry Buckley. Emily, who regularly, we regularly oh. give shout outs. That's her brother. <laughs> oh. So hello to Emily as One well. One way or another. <laughs> she'll get into the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Rob Graham Graham Graham, Graham. Uh, Rob Branch hello. Yeah, hello hello mate you're right. um Sophie Richardson said she wanted one she so hello Sophie yeah uh, a vet oh whoopsie no, no. a vet hello a vet once um, a proper one but yeah. we've just ruined it yeah, so, so yeah. sorry vet maybe next <laughs> oh, time dear. maybe we can listen to the next show we'll yeah yeah and we'll keep doing this until yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and Gary should we give Gary we've, oh, we've yeah. mentioned Gary oh. quite a few times today she always gets to mention this <laughs> right well. We've got the last tune coming. Last up, tune, but before yeah. I'm oh. on a radio show, Seb. Yes, you are. Now, you indeed. I, I feel bad about promoting this, but uh, sod it. Just so uh, long as you promote the podcast in your radio show. No, do I? I will. No, I will. Good, that's going to be la- the last link. Is is promoting and shout Ah, oh, sweet. Uh, so if you go on to Ian Five Radio, um, me and another uh, friend who I, I play bass for, uh, I might have mentioned him before, uh, Toby. Um, we're going to do a, a music and chat. Uh, radio show it's not unsigned it's just um it's just, just music that we like because we've yeah. got rights <laughs> yeah um so yeah it'll be eight till ten uh every tuesday evening if you just type into type in en5 like the beginning of a postcode radio two separate words into google and the website will come up and um you'll be able to tune in which is you don't have to listen so if you're if you've had enough of us from this podcast you, yeah exactly you you another not two to hours of me yeah, yeah. <laughs> i won't be there so you know yeah. if you don't like me then this perfect oh, you're, you're my ying seb you're, you're the yin to my yang yeah 
I want to be the Yang. Okay, you're the, you're the Yang to my Ying. I don't care. <laughs> right, last June then. Yeah. Snowmine. Uh, they're from Brooklyn uh, in New York in the USA. Go to their Twitter and Facebook pages for regular information on the band, including pictures, videos, and tour information. Go to their band camp page where you can download or buy the physical copies of their two singles, Saucer Eyes and Curfews, and their EP, Laminate Pet Animal. You can also get some very nice t-shirts with some album artwork on it. Oh, very nice indeed. Very good. So this is Snow it's a really Mine, good song. Saucer really Eyes, song. bloody brilliant song, yeah. and I'll see you next week. And tell your friends... Share it. Tell your friends. Email us. Email yeah. us. Uncovering send us, the yeah, send us messages, please, please, please. Uncovering the unsigned at gmail.com. Any band stories, facts that you want us to feature in our podcast, we will we will make it so. Yeah. Any of you who've seen Star Trek, I haven't seen Star Trek, but I just know that phrase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Either. Yeah. I didn't get that. It was lost to me. <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye. Oh, a second, I had a